Hello. We're back. Unless this is your first time listening to our podcast, in which case, welcome. And uh, I'm Rowan Wood. I'm Davis Mathis. And uh, yeah, this is our podcast. No, wait. What? And we're dating. Oh, right, 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 right. I right, always right. throw that in there. Yes. We need to, we need to nail down. Three episodes in, we still haven't nailed down any sort well, of Well, every time we try intro. to start, Rowan goes, what should the intro be? And I go, you do the intro. And then he doesn't do it and the way I want him And then that's the intro. Yeah. It's meta and crazy and cool. Anyway, um, as you might have gotten from the episode of, from the title of today's episode, sorry, it's 9.30 p.m. as we're recording this. And it's yeah, been, it's so late it's at been night. A, it's been a long couple days. Yeah, that's true. Um, and uh, we are going to talk about Pixar movies today on the show um, because it came to my attention quite recently that I hadn't seen all of the Pixar movies. Well, it came to your attention because I was like, I want to do a top 10 Pixar movies episode. Right. And that is what brought my attention to the fact that yeah. I had not seen all of the Pixar movies. Well, because so we found out Rowan up until recently, like hadn't, today, hadn't seen actually <laughs> 20, like 20, minutes, 20 ago. minutes ago, hadn't seen A Bug's Life or Luca. And I was like, okay, cool, because I think I'm just missing one, which was Lightyear. And then I realized, oh, I hadn't seen Cars 3 or Monsters University or Lightyear or... Turning Red. Or Turning Red or Toy Story 4. And so I was wrong. I was missing, like, way <laughs> more than him. Um, so since we had that conversation, Rowan has watched A Bug's Life mm -hmm. and Luca. And I watched yeah. both of those with him because I really like both of those. And I have watched Cars 3, Monsters University, and Turning Red. And I'm still missing Lightyear and Toy Story 4. But Even though there's no chance. If if Lightyear and Toy Story 4 are on... Okay, Toy Story 4 I can understand. But if Lightyear is on your top 10 it won't Pixar be. list... I already know that. No, no, no. No, I know. But just like in general <laughs> to the listeners out there. Uh. If Lightyear is on your top 10 Pixar list, then you haven't seen enough Pixar movies or... There's something wrong with or you. Or you're crazy. <laughs> you got to get checked out, man. Yeah. This is how we draw in listeners. We insult them in the first two Yeah, minutes. what the hell? <laughs> I haven't seen Lightyear, but you like that better than... What's one Pixar movie? Wally? The Good Dinosaur? <laughs> oh, no, wait, no. You stupid good, ass son you of a bitch. the worst Pixar movie. <laughs> I did. The Good Dinosaur. I. That's the only one I don't like. Yeah, no, I, I, I think there's only one bad Pixar movie. Well, you said is. there were only two bad Pixar movies. Oh, right, right, right. What was the other one? Cars 3. Cars 3? Cars 3 Okay, bad. and then and and then you're changing that because I watched Cars 3 and I didn't think it was as terrible as people say. I can't make the bold claim that Cars 3 is bad when you have the exact opposite opinion. And also, I haven't seen Cars 3 in six years, yeah. so I can't defend myself. When, okay, to be fair. Okay, I think now's the time for my Cars discussion because I... Car, there are no Cars movies on my top 10, and I think... There's none on my top 10 either. Okay, so this is the place to talk about Cars. Yeah. I think Cars had a marketing problem, and I think... So, there's Cars, and then there's Cars 2, which is, like, essentially a Mater movie. It is not a Cars movie. It is completely different in tone from the first one. And then in the third one, they go back to this, like, it's a Rocky spoof, but with Cars thing. And, like... So I think it should have been Cars, and then the next movie should have been not been a Cars movie. It should have been a Mater movie. It should have been Toe Mater International Super Spy and marketed as a Mater movie. And then the third one should have been Cars 2. So it should have been two in the Cars franchise and then a Mater spinoff. And I think then it would have gone over substantially better. Because Cars 3, watching it independently, 
it is one of the worst Pixar movies, but like Pixar movies are pretty good. Yeah. I've seen a lot worse, like a ton of illumination movies and even disney movies that are that are significantly worse to me than cars 3 is Mm -hmm. not like i like most of the recent disney movies but like cars 3 i didn't think was that bad and also connor rowan's roommate was like oh it's just rocky 3 which isn't even one of the best rocky movies did you say three or four one of those i don't know but i haven't seen past rocky one so to me it was actually quite an original plot (laughs) so i gave it like a three and a half or something which meant it's fine and i liked it or i think that's what i gave it yeah, to uh, to to remind the listeners, uh, if you want to know more about Davis's rating system, uh, listen to our last episode where we yeah. talked about Letterboxd and stuff. Let me sort this by last. Wait, sort by how do I sort by when I looked at it and when I watched it? I don't know. Um, hey, this doesn't by, matter. This doesn't matter. Yeah, keep filibustering. Um, <laughs> added. Yeah, New yeah, yeah. Newest first. Mm-hmm. I want to see what I gave it. I gave Cars three. Uh, three and a half, which maybe it should just be a three for it's fine versus it's fine. And I liked it. I also watched it like while doing homework in a bunch of separate chunks. Like I think if I'd watched it all the way through, I maybe would have liked it a little less. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, Cars 3 is not on my top 10 list. Nor is it on mine. Um, but I don't know if I've brought it up on the show before, but I am a staunch defender of Cars 2. I think Cars 2 is objectively... Turn towards the microphone. I'm sorry. I was tossing my... Um, what what is it a sweatshirt it's a sweater sweater yeah i was tossing my sweater under the bed your sweater yeah that's not your sweater (laughs) it's Um, my sweater that you still haven't washed yeah um you're welcome (laughs) so cars 2 is a good movie that is my hot take uh it's just not a good cars movie yeah it's a tomater international super spy movie i don't think it's that good so i like cars 3 better than i like cars 2 i'm not gonna lie get out (laughs) so i think the reason they didn't brand it a Tomator movie is a the Cars brand is like like has more awareness than like the Tomator character, and they did do a bunch of Mater shorts in between Cars one and two that weren't like incredibly popular, and so I think that's so why they, they shouldn't they, have made they might Cars have been two hesitant. about Mater. Well, but <laughs> they made it about Mater. But they tricked you into thinking it was about lightning and the other cars. Not at all. They're like barely in it. Well, I feel well, like. well, exactly. But like not, not when you're watching the movie beforehand, because you because know, it, it's a cars movie on the surface. Yeah. So on the surface, they're like lightning and the gang is going abroad when mm-hmm. really it's like like not even close to a cars movie no. in terms of the formula from the other two. Yeah. Um, I think I've more likely than not I was charmed by the end of Cars Three where. Mm-hmm. Early in, please remind me. Okay, so earlier spoilers, <laughs> spoilers for Cars Three, for, for guys. Cars Three. Um, it, earlier in the movie, they're they are watching footage of Doc, the, the cars oh, okay. of Doc Hudson <laughs> racing, um, and he does this. They do this cool line where it's like, this guy was pushing Doc against the wall, but Doc never touched the wall unless he wanted to and then he's getting pushed up on the wall he goes up on the wall intentionally flips off of the wall does a flip over the car next to him and is on the other side and then they smash into the wall Mm -hmm. so cars three is all about lightning is like old and kind of like past his prime and all these new cars are getting better than him and so he is working with this new trainer and if he doesn't win this race he has to retire or whatever but he's working with this trainer whose name is like something cruise they just call her cruise in his last race he does like a lap 
when he gets to the pit stop or something, he's like tap cruise in. Like she's more talented. She it's she wants to be a racer. Um, this is my chance to like pass the torch to this person I've been working with for the whole movie. And she is going up against Storm, the big bad guy. And he's like, you'll never belong. You're not even a race car, blah, 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 blah. And she's like doing crazy well and doing all the stuff, lightning. And also like it's, they work with some of Doc's friends. Um, And then right at the end when it looks like, oh, she's going to get pushed into the rail. And I, since I'd been watching it in multiple chunks, I'd forgotten about this thing from earlier. <laughs> she does slow motion, does the Doc Hudson flip. Mm -hmm. And lightning's like, oh my God. And it's really, it's a really cool moment. And I was like, look at her go. She's following her dreams. And I think that's why I ended up liking the movie. Yeah. It's just that moment. Oh, cannot fault you for that. That sounds pretty <laughs> cool. I will say um, my biggest, like my most significant memory of Cars 3 is not of the movie, but of this poster of lightning, like surrounded by sparks and looking all like dirty and stuff yeah he gets a in a pretty bad car wreck i think beginning. this is one of the coolest animated movie posters of all time that is a cool poster yeah. i um, hate it but that's cool i think it's really cool yeah okay so now that we've started our pixar episode off by talking about cars 3 and how cars 2 is one of the most interesting Pixar movies. Shut up. Of all time. What? Okay, let me ask you. Yeah. What do you think is the most underrated Pixar movie? Most underrated Pixar movie. Yeah. Is it, do you think it's Cars 2? Yes, I do. Because people need to, because people are looking at it in an entirely different way and tend to skew negative because it's not what they expected it to be. Yeah. And that is, I think, the reason a lot of people don't like Cars My 2. issue with Cars, Cars 2, 2 is like the humor is bad. I don't think it's that bad. I don't know. I feel like when we were watching it, I like not enough of the jokes landed. For me, I think the most underrated is A Bug's Life just because no one ever talks about it. Yeah. I hadn't, I, I never saw it as a kid. I just watched it recently. What was it like two days ago? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I also think Brave is underrated. I don't think it's as, I, I think it's better than people say it is. Mm -hmm. That being said, it is not in my top 10. I always forget that Brave is Pixar because that strikes me more of like a Disney No, totally. Movie. I think that's one of the reasons why it's underrated is because people forget about it being Pixar. Yeah. I don't know. Um, did you see Onward? Yeah, I, I liked it. I liked I Onward it was fun. a lot. But uh, of course, it, people I, forgot about it because it came out the week that COVID happened. Yeah. Well, I, I thought it was pretty forgettable for part of it. And then the third act like made mm -hmm. me sob. But, yeah. The ending like made, devastating. Made <laughs> Such a good ending yeah. for that. Yeah. I just watched it because I like love Tom Holland. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Pixar okay. ranking. Yeah. I, so we start we at number 10. 10? Yeah. And then uh, we go uh, up. Wait, hold on. Uh, you start with your 10. Okay, so 10, I cheated. And I picked two for number 10. Uh, so I guess it's 10 and 11, but it was a tie for me. Question. We didn't discuss this beforehand at all. Are we going to like, if if you have one on your list that's higher up on mine, do we not, like, like do we talk about it both times or just one of the times? Just one of the times. Just okay. the first time it comes up. Okay. So if I say something that's on your list, which both of mine that are in the 10th spot, I don't think either are on your list. Okay. I don't think there's a way that either of them are on your list. Um, you can, you'll be like, oh, that's on my list. You can either say I won't tell you where or you can tell me where, whatever. Um, okay, so 10 for me is a tie between, I I don't know why I have such a fondness for these. And I think it was the time I was babysitting when they came out. Finding Dory and Incredibles 2. 
interesting. Are tied for my 10th slot. Oh, I forgot about Finding Dory. I don't like Finding Dory. That is another hot take of mine. I do. I think it's so cute. Like, I just think it's a cute movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And I really like the colors. And I I really, I don't know. I thought the new characters were charming. And I like that dumb, um, like, seagull thing. Or pelican. I don't know. There's some weird-ass bird. Becky or... No, that's a seal. Maybe that's what it is. I don't remember Maybe much about Finding There's Dora, one I don't remember much either. I just know I really think it's cute and charming. And Incredibles 2, I really like. I think Incredibles 2 is a lot of fun. I think it's, it's really fun as well. Because, and fun is my favorite quality a movie can have. Yeah. Because... I, I mean, we're going to talk about the first Incredibles sometime today, um, but the first Incredibles does such no, a good job. Incredibles 1 isn't on my list. It is on my list. <laughs> it's on mine. I'm yeah. kidding. <laughs> Incredibles 2 made it, but not the original. Yeah. Crazy. Um, the first Incredibles is just such a great like deconstruction of the superhero genre, but from the perspective of early 2000s, Incredibles 2 is even better with the perspective of where we are at with superhero movies now. Oh, and I think Incredibles 2 is a better girl power superhero movie mm-hmm. than anything Marvel's done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, they, they, I don't know. I love that it's like, I don't know. I love the way they do it. She's a mother and Mr. Incredible being forced into this, like, <laughs> paternal caring role. Like, that's, it's really fun to see him like that. Uh, Yeah, no, I just think it's a lot of fun. I think it's, I like, I like the... The bad guys, or the bad guy. I like that the twist that isn't really a twist because it's like... Her name is Evil Endeavor. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like that they pretend it's a yeah. twist. Yeah. And the humor worked even though I didn't see it as a child. I saw it as an adult. Right. Um, one of the reasons I'm so fond of this movie is because there is a kid that I babysat for a while. And him and his sister they would always be watching incredibles 2 when i came over and it was always really fun and then at the end they'd be like let's watch it again and i was like no we're gonna play like let's turn this movie off but they would get upset and i said okay here's the compromise you each get to pick your favorite one scene and we'll go back and we'll rewatch the scene you want and the little girl would always pick like a different thing every time she'd be like oh the screen slaver part or like uh, the motorcycle or like when they get the new costumes and she would pick different things and the little boy would always go i want the music at the end and then we would go to the credits every time because they have these like cool like retro songs Mm -hmm. about the different superheroes and he would just make me turn on the credits and just like run around and dance (laughs) and do his superhero poses it was like the cutest thing that is really cute yeah the music at the end (laughs) i i i mean i will say i didn't I mean, I mean, I, I really liked Incredibles too. Didn't like Finding Dory. Saw both in theaters a couple of times because um, yeah. you know that that's just how I am. Yeah, I do think that both of them are are, are fun. I just don't love. Finding yeah, Dory. yeah. Um, anyway, my number ten is Up. Up is your number ten. Up is my number ten. Up is on my list, and I'm not going to tell you where it is. Cool. Um. Um. Do you want to talk about talk about it? You. Yeah, I want to yeah. start with you talking about All Up. Right. I actually might have to revisit Up later. Yeah. Um. So if you can get past the first, what is it, like five, ten minutes? Um, yeah, just like the most brutal thing that yeah. has ever been in any movie yeah. ever. If it were just a short film, it would be still amazing. But it keeps going for another hour and a half. Um, yeah. And it, it, it manages to, I, th- 
I guess it, it manages to grow beyond the opening scene because you, you would think, oh, they used up all of their emotion and they're never going to be able to pull your heartstrings again after what they do in the opening, but they do it. They do it so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, the main character's great. Uh, the the um, the sidekicks are also awesome. Yes. Um, there's a, uh, there was a an animated series that came out of Disney Plus last year called Doug Days, or maybe, maybe it was two years ago. Um, that I haven't seen yet. Mm. Um, but I mean, y- you know, if if you got those characters that people love, capitalize off of them. Yeah, up up is uh, I really love up. Yeah, I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, and also it's just, I mean, obviously a common theme in in Pixar's movies, well, well, are the themes itself like themes that you can that you will connect differently to depending on the age that you are and i have a feeling revisiting up as an older person is going to be a lot more different um yeah than than it was watching it as a kid or as just a regular adult yeah totally yeah yeah i yeah i think i gotta wait until we get to up on my list before mm-hmm. i share my thoughts sounds good it's, it's in a difference it's it's higher on mine yeah. clearly because yeah okay my number nine is inside out nice it's higher on my list yeah i well so i really like inside out i tend to skew more towards i like the pixar movies that are like on the surface about like dumb silly things and then have like really deep profound lessons or like emotional moments underneath and inside out to me is just too on the nose for me to like love it like i love like some of the other ones um and so that's why it's only number nine but i do think it's like a masterpiece in storytelling and world building Mm -hmm. like absolutely um the only thing is i don't get nearly as upset at bing bong dying as other people do i cried the first time haven't cried since and I, I, it feels like the type of thing that would make me sob. Yeah. I just, like, I don't know why. I think because I think Bing Bong is so stupid. Like, all my imaginary friends were so, so, so much cooler, even at a young age. Um, that I see that thing and I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Her brain took a vacation when I was thinking of Bing Bong. And also the way it goes, Bing Bong, or whatever it does. Does it do that or did I make that up? No, who's your friend that likes to play Bing Bong, Bing Bong? Yeah, that, yeah. like, that's just, like, annoying to me. Yeah. I'm a hater, apparently. <laughs> and, like, sadness, I'm sorry. I love the lesson that, like, sadness is a good and even necessary thing in life. Mm-hmm. But sadness, the character, like, shut up. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, but I love the movie. It is a really good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we're gonna, there's gonna be a shift in, like, these movies are great, but they're not, like, like, like the best. I Like, I think there's gonna be a pretty big shift when we get to the ones that we do think are the best because yeah. right, well, right now we're, we're like, getting close yeah. there's like most of them i really think are just fantastic yeah actually maybe inside out might be the only one from here on out that i even like have any sort of like qualms about yeah well and i'm only saying it to like qualify why it's at number nine and not higher because right. i think inside out is pretty high on a lot of other people's lists mm-hmm. um what are your thoughts on the sequel they're doing a sequel mm-hmm I don't know. I think I think that might even have. I hope it's um, different characters. No, 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 no. I I mean, like, I doubt sadness will be a, as at the center, but um, and I don't like. I don't hate sadness. I think I hate the combo of sadness and joy because it's like they, you know, in real life, like sadness and joy kind of 
bring out the best in each other. Like, but in the movie, I kind of feel like they're at their most insufferable when they're <laughs> dealing with each other. Yeah. And I know that they are like learning to work through that towards the end, but it's just like tough for me. Like, I, I'm just like not, I can't get as excited about watching. Like, I, Inside Out doesn't have the rewatch value for me personally. Yeah. Despite me thinking it's like fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the sequel, I don't know. It depends on how fun it is. Like, I think there's so much potential for fun. I loved all the stuff with like the islands with Riley and mm -hmm. like the, like the island where there was like the dream boy or whatever. Like, I think that was all yeah. super fun. And so I think if they just keep expanding the world and like what's possible in the world, I think I, I'm, I mean, I'm excited to see a sequel. Yeah. Um, my number nine is, uh, Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo? Yeah. Uh, wait, okay, wait. So Up is 10, Nemo is 9? Mm -hmm. Okay. I watched Finding Nemo a lot as a kid. Me too. Yeah. It was my sister's favorite movie. Yeah. She was obsessed. I, I mean, she loves, like, she or she loved, like, aquatic animals and stuff. Elliot loves the ocean. Yeah. Um, a Little Mermaid sense. and Nemo, we watched just repeatedly. I, so for a while, I couldn't even watch it because I'd seen it so many times. Little Mermaid is one like Ratatouille up until yesterday that I had never seen all the way through. I've only seen like chunks of oh. it. Um, but yeah, watch Ratatouille again last night. Spoiler alert, that is not on my list. It, um, it is on mine. Great. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I I also have Finding Nemo on mine. It is it is higher. I'll tell you what spot it's at. It's pretty high. Yeah. It's three on mine. Wow. Yeah. Finding Nemo's third. There's huge nostalgia, nostalgia factor for that for me. Mm -hmm. yeah i, I think... love the soundtrack for finding nemo that's a highlight for me mm -hmm. um beyond the sea which might be like the credits song um was my mom and dad's first dance at their wedding oh really yeah oh, that's so cute um yeah i i love nemo i think it's remarkable um i think if i i mean i haven't seen this i haven't seen it in years and years i think mm -hmm. if i rewatched it it might get bumped up it's it's pretty good and yeah. it's funny and also the fish that the internet always talks about how the, there's that one fish with the scar that everyone thinks is sexy but his name is gill and that's also my dad's name <laughs> and so i don't like those conversations yeah well he's, he's also played by willem dafoe who has a great voice and a sexy but voice that's neither here nor there i mean you said it not me <laughs> um but yeah nemo is amazing stellar spectacular fantastic movie another just like dementedly fucked up sad opening very much so yes um i think a lot of the ones that i'm going to be talking about have have sad if, ass openings. if not just the opening then like scenes in the movie that just rip your heart out in ways that a lot of movies are not good at yeah um, but pixar tends to do it better than I, most i'll do the like rip your heart out if the movie also has like a lot of fun in it like if the whole point is just to rip my heart out i'm not a big fan and that's i think what i love about pixar is like they'll rip my heart out but also like so fun and pretty and yeah just like a good time yeah uh your number eight, eight. number eight for me the only toy story movie i have on my list Whoa. toy story 2 that is my favorite toy story movie that's also my number eight so we can really talk about both oh here, my yeah. god we we synced up yes who knows whether we will sync up again. I doubt it. I think we actually have like opposite tastes for a lot of these. Yeah. I think most of the overlap is a lot of the things at the bottom of yours are at the top of mine. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, Toy Story 2 is my favorite Toy Story movie personally. I know you have a 
fondness for three and four as well. And one. Yeah, four is not on my list, but the other ones are. Um, But yeah, I think two is phenomenal. I I think it's, okay, I think objectively it's better than the original, but there is so much nostalgia with me with the first one that it is hard to... See, I have that nostalgia for two and there was a time in a child where it actually made me too sad to watch (laughs) specifically jesse singing that fucking when she loved me song oh yeah yeah, that gets me (laughs) it's so like i cry every time i cry just like listening to that song i'll like sing it to myself in the shower and like start crying it's and it's it's just so beautiful and also like what a way to make a child feel terrible about (laughs) fun fact to this day when i'm giving away my stuffed animals if i remember their names they can't get given away. They are, they stay with me. It's yeah. only the animals that I don't remember what their names are that mm-hmm. I can ever give away. Right. Also, actually, I'll wait till we get to the first Toy Story before I talk about okay. whatever his name is. Sid? Is that the Sid, kid? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll talk about Sid when we, <laughs> okay. when we get to Toy Story 1 on your list. Okay. Um, yeah, but Toy Story 2, I, I think, is, is great. Um, it just has, I think, it has more momentum than most of the others mm-hmm, do and mm-hmm. that because it, it kicks off right at the yard sale at the beginning and you're basically thrown right into the story yes um and it also i think has the has the most um not that this should be a factor um but it has the most meme value um there's a there's a twitter account that every saturday posts the clip of al driving over to his toy barn and yelling can't believe i have to go to work on a saturday <laughs> when he gets into into his car drives across traffic and then is at the store instantly um i just i just think it's hilarious um i love the like learning more about woody mm-hmm. i think it's so fun yeah. to like learn about like woody's roundup and all that mm-hmm. yeah and like him kind of discovering this little home yeah they made a light year movie Give us a Woody's Roundup TV show. <laughs> oh, I would watch it, or at least a short or two. Right. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Um, but and I love uh, Jessie. I think she's such a fun character. Mm-hmm. Agreed. She doesn't really get to do much in the next two, but yeah, she she's kind of sidelined. I think that's one of the reasons I don't like Toy Story three as much is because I just want like I just love when they add Jessie, and I wish she could do like I wish she could stay a main character. They can't have her sing that song and get me that attached to her and then be like, okay, well, yeah. see, see you later, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, have you seen, you've seen the Jerry's Game short, right? Mm-hmm, the chess one? Yeah. yeah. He's the guy that paints, that, that <gasps> touches up Woody. Oh in, my in God. That's one of the, my favorite parts. I like yeah. wanted to repair toys for a little bit. <laughs> Just cause like, look, like the way his like case comes apart and yeah. his, and like the care he has, and it's different than the love that you see these children have for these toys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I I think also I totally forgot about the the climax in the toy store where we get so many toys. We get Barbies. Oh, we get it's um, all the buzzes. Barbies. We get Zerg doing the Star Wars thing. <laughs> I think that's great. They totally ditched that for Lightyear, by the way. That's what um, I have heard. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Toy Story two good. Good. <laughs> Toy Story 2 great, in fact. Yeah, Toy Story 2 great. Yeah. Um, so since that was mine too, I guess we'll go back to you. Back to me, back seven. to me. Uh my number seven is Ratatouille. Very nice. We just watched this last night. Yeah, so we did. Should we be did pretty 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 fresh in our minds. Yeah. yeah. I just love this little rat following his dream. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. It's that's really my only takeaway. <laughs> it's just like fun to watch him yeah. follow his little dreams. Mm-hmm. Anyone can cook, except for me. Also, maybe the horniest Pixar movie. 
Probably. Yeah. There's like some like I think anytime anytime people who are passionate about food talk about food, it comes across as horny. That's fair. So there's already that like horny undertone. And then Colette or whatever and Linguini. Linguini, which like what an insane name for a child. Your baby comes out and you're like Linguini. Well, that's that's his last name. It is? Yeah. What's his first name? Uh they said it like once. It it's is... also an insane last name. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it they're Ital- they're stereotypical Italians. <laughs> um what is Linguini's first name? Alfredo. <laughs> okay, so I stand by it. Insane, insane. Um uh yeah i the two of them on their little motorcycle things and like kissing each other and just like being i don't know it's like it's horny for a pixar movie yeah also they say hell right yes uh in a g movie which they don't even make g movies anymore yeah Um, but i didn't know you could get away from get away with like doing any of that which like of course you did you can't do a depiction of a a kitchen a professional kitchen without a chef cursing at another chef yeah and that was the best they could do <laughs> yeah so uh, these and and these days not that pixar would ever do this you can say bitch and ass in a pg movie i wish they would do that more <laughs> welcome to hell bitch <laughs> <laughs> um wouldn't, wouldn't wouldn't that be great yeah the day will come when we see a uh when we hear a worse word in a pixar movie than hell um, and I will be here for it. When Remy drops a slur. Yeah, when, <laughs> when Remy's yelling at Ling- Linguini just drops the F slur out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. We should leave this joke. We really should. Okay, continue. <laughs> um, are we done with Ratatouille? Unless you have more to add. Not especially. I, I like it. I it is great. good. Yeah. Um, there are, like, I mean, I, like, even if there are movies on here that aren't on my list, I still think they're great, except if it's The Good Dinosaur, Cars 3, and... Um, Finding Dory. Oh but well, every, everything else I think is really, really good. I didn't know Finding least. Dory has been has been downgraded because at first you there were only two that you were willing to say. Yes, and I forgot that Finding Dory existed. Oh my god! <laughs> well, know. Finding Dory is on my list. Yep. So okay, that it's your it turn. Uh, my number seven. Wait, what? Well, what are we on? Let me check. Well, seven, right? Seven. Yeah. Yeah, seven. Um, my number seven is Luca, a movie that we just watched. Oh my god! That we just finished. Luca's uh, on my list almost too. Almost an hour ago. Yeah. I cried. I didn't cry the first time I saw it. I did cry this time I saw it. Mm-hmm. I said, "Those little gay boys, they love each other," and I started crying yeah. because I turned to Rowan and I went, "Us." <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm. I'm still. I'm still taking it in. This is the last one that I had to see. Uh, I remember when it came out. I mean, they, they shoved it right to Disney Plus. In, in stupid. That is when I would because I saw Mo- Moana in theaters mm-hmm. and it was gorgeous on the big screen. I think Luca would have been similar for me. Yeah. I saw it on Disney Plus. I would have loved to see Luca in the theater because I love the blues and the greens and just the colors in general. I just thought it, it's so pretty to me. It's a really pretty movie. Yeah, I, I mean they they're they've pretty much mastered I think water animation. Gorgeous. At this point, yeah. yeah, water animation and I think like. All of the textures and colors look great, like like better I, than they have in in any other Pixar. Movie. Yeah, well, and so Luca really except got maybe me. Turning Red. I think Turning Red with the panda fur. Oh, Turning Red is also remarkable. gorgeous. Which yeah. Turning Red did not make my top ten, but I did just watch it recently and I loved it. Mm-hmm. I love how it is so unapologetically feminine mm-hmm. and for women, and and not just for women, 
But like they they make it clear like this is about women. We care about women, young girls specifically. And like the the whole young girls are stereotypically their interests are dismissed as like juvenile or dumb and they're like, "Nah, we're making this movie and these girls and their friendship and their dumb obsessions. It's so powerful. And mm-hmm. I loved it. So Turning Red does get like a special mention for me. It just like, I don't think had the nostalgia and I don't think I watched it in the right environment for it to crack my top 10. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. But it's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Anyway, back to Luca. Luca. I guess I should reveal where it is on my list because it is on my list. It's yeah. a four. Four. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um, do you no, want to talk about it more? Love um, Luca. I I wish they'd been homosexuals for each other. Uh I I do get I guess this is confirmed. A, yeah. I, I this is I guess a criticism when I said I didn't really have criticisms for the for really movies from here on out. Even though it is number four, Luca is number four a lot due to my own interpretation of Luca mm-hmm. and like what it means to me personally. Like it's just something gorgeous about these boys and their love for each other and like it doesn't have to be romantic for me to appreciate that Mm -hmm. but also i think anytime you have a story that involves any sort of like creature like magical creature or supernatural creature and a conversion therapy metaphor like just make a character gay like you gotta wednesday does the same thing they put enid in the lesbian sweater and then her parents try to send her to conversion camp to make her a werewolf like better. A, the and werewolf then she thing, kisses yeah. a man. And it's like, God, just like, if you're going to do the conversion therapy thing, just make it gay. Like, mm-hmm. just make him have a crush on his friend. You yeah. know, I don't want the 13 year olds to kiss each other on the screen, but like, just make it canon that they, that this boy likes he Like, it doesn't even have to be both sides. Mm-hmm. Like, just make one of them like it's just it's so easy at this yeah. point apparently not for disney <laughs> yeah. but anyway that's my one big thing and i think my love for it has to do with like the queer undertones mm-hmm. like it is i think one of pixar's most overtly queer films mm-hmm. i and and i was hearing i mean i only just finished it obviously but i was hearing people talk about this before the movie even came out and yeah. then the movie came out and everyone was still like, oh, I mean, obviously. Well, I didn't know much before it came out, but then my friends and I were watching it together for the first time and we would just go gay, gay, every single time anything you, you, happened. You said that that was what you were going to do I if didn't, I watched I kind of held off. Yeah. I wanted you guys, or I wanted you specifically to interpret it on your own without me just saying gay at every interaction. But I think there's a lot of like, you know, I think I also, even if they're not going to be gay, if they hadn't put in the conversion therapy metaphor thing i would have had less of an issue with them not being gay because i really do think like genuine platonic love especially between boys and them being physically affectionate and caring and kind to each other that's an important thing to be shown on screen like i think little boys do need to see that Mm -hmm. is like just like loving your friends i think that's an important message and i'm passionate about that as well but but this like (laughs) oh no we have to hide our true selves or people might hate us and like we're in this together and you're the one who gets me most and if you don't stop spending time with this guy and going out into this dangerous place you have to go hang out with your uncle in the depths and like and change who you are like that is that is 
it, it's layering this beautiful message about male friendship with this like allegory for queerness mm -hmm. and homophobia and stuff. And I kind of wish they had either picked one or gone all in and made it gay, you know? Agreed. But I love it. I yeah. love Luca. It is my number four. As, so. Yes, I was about to say, as, as we know. Um, <laughs> I'm passionate about it. That's why I'm talking about it so yeah. much. We're on to number six now. Number right? six. Oh my God, my number six. Um, I actually recently rewatched. It's A Bug's Life. Yes. I love A Bug's Life. I This one, it's a lot of nostalgia, but I think it's really funny. I think it's sweet. And I think it is underrated. I don't think people talk about it enough. Mm -hmm. uh, also, the scariest Pixar villain to me is Hopper. He is so scary. I think if I had seen it as a kid, I would have been terrified. Yeah. Um, He's yeah. like evil. Mm -hmm. Evil, but like in a real way too. Yeah. Like in this like fucked up type of like, just this need to exert power that like you kind of see in real life. I don't know. I just, I, I think Hopper is a fascinating villain. And I think for it being only the second Pixar movie, it looks pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. Much better than Toy Story. I, I mean, it was a couple of years after Toy Story. Yeah. But, still, but the, yeah, I yeah. definitely think I, cause when I look back at Toy Story, I still think Toy Story looks good, but also like it's clearly dated. Yeah. Whereas Bugs Life, again, like you can tell it's an earlier Pixar movie, but at no point was I distracted by the animation. Mm -hmm. Even so, I mean, I think after Bugs Life, it just exploded even more. Oh, absolutely. Um, because Bugs Life isn't long, sorry, Incredibles isn't long after Bugs Life, and that is insanely yeah. advanced. It's, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay, um, what's your number six? My number six is Inside Out, which we've already Oh my god, sort of we already talked about yeah. that one. Um, I, this is a movie, I think it came out 2015, so I was 12. Ooh. Um, yeah, uh, th that movie... 20, you were 12 in 2015? For, for most of 2015, because I turned 13 in December, because I was born December of 2002. Okay, wait, wait. So 2015, I was... You were 12. So you were 14. I was 14. Wait, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. was. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. But and moving along, moving along. <laughs> uh, and, and so Inside Out was, I would say, very formative in my emotional education. Because um, I've been surrounded by people in my life who have taught me um, how, you, like, that you shouldn't hide emotions, that you should embrace them, and, like, that they should work together like Joy and Sadness do in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, especially my mother was a big influence in, in, in that sense. And I think Inside Out came at the perfect time because it was a, like, it was right there on a big screen telling me that oh if they're making a movie about this then this is something that everyone needs to know and i'm not alone in needing to know this oh that's lovely yeah um, see i think i was just a little bit too old mm -hmm. because i think at 14 for me it was a lot of just like anxiety mm -hmm. versus like any like sadness or anything and so to me i was just kind of like ah what? I'm a 14 year old, blah, blah, blah. Like, I think if it had come out when I was a little bit older or a little bit younger, it would have like meant more to me. Mm -hmm. Like you're saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't oh, know that's, that's, that's really sweet. <laughs> yeah. That, that's all I have to say about that. So. And that is one of my favorite things about you is your ability to not to like get into the whole we're dating thing yeah. and talk Which about how much we I like are. Growing. We are, by the way. Um, but I, I love um, the way you accept and embrace your emotions. Um, we're not going to kiss each other. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> number five for yeah. me 
is Incredibles. Incre- is oh that, my god! Is it five for you? It's five for me. Too. Oh my god! Cool. I love the Incredibles. This movie's so good. It's so. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it again. Top five for me are just like oh, fantastic movies. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, despite I, me talking for so long about my issues with Luca. <laughs> Um, I love superheroes. I love superhero mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not huge into like comics or anything, which yeah. is weird because I think I, I would every time I read superhero comics. I mean, I have a bunch, have a bunch you, of my that comics. you let me <laughs> that I will read. Um, but I've always loved like on screen superheroes more because that's more what I like. Yeah, that's Marvel how you like and everything that was happening right media. when I was getting into stuff like, yeah. like movies and stuff. Um, but Incredibles. I mean, I watched Incredibles a lot when I was little, yeah. and it's. It's pretty adult when you really think about it. Oh, absolutely. There is a lot of like... There's like marital issues. Yeah, there's like political stuff going on. Um, And and like like, uh, Syndrome has this whole like... Like he has like his own military and stuff like that yeah. and, and like what does that mean and all that and then he he dies at the end he gets sucked into a oh jet yeah engine. when we were watching bugs life ron was like i think this is the only pixar villain to die on screen and i completely because spaced. he forgot it was about syndrome <laughs> yeah which is arguably a much more violent death yeah I mean, I mean hopper gets eaten syndrome gets like torn up in a jet engine. no yeah that's worse hopper hopper i just like in like a circle of life type of way right yeah because hopper gets eaten by birds and that mm-hmm. has been established of like the one thing hopper is afraid of mm-hmm. um uh yeah i i i agree i think incredibles is fantastic that's another it is one incredible some might say oh my god <laughs> and this another... is when davis left the podcast <laughs> the soundtrack for incredibles mm-hmm. fantastic yeah like exceptional like like the soundtrack and the score like like yeah all, i don't know all of, the all of it i'm trying to remember oh who i forgot the there's score. a difference I, <laughs> I love film scores i think i've said it on the show before i have like uh like a film scores playlist probably i, I think last time i checked it's like 22 hours long yeah um and sometimes in, you put it on while we're doing homework do. it's been a while since you've done that yeah because we don't do homework that often we do we do um just not with music on yeah but uh, uh, Michael Giacchino uh, does the music for Incredibles. He is one of my favorite composers. Um, he's done pretty much everything. Um, he just made his uh, directorial debut with the Marvel Halloween special, Werewolf by Night, which he also composed and oh. did a fantastic job. But like he did, he did Up. He did he, like he does a lot of the Pixar movies. Um, and uh, one of my favorite things about um, is uh, uh, about Michael Giacchino, and he didn't do it back when Incredibles came out because I think that was too early and he didn't have as much like I guess creative power in his mm-hmm. own stuff but a lot of like na- these days his movie scores ha- like every single track has like a f- has like a like a like, like a pun name or, or something oh, that's and so I think cute. that's awesome like for example um Jurassic World Dominion bad movie but uh like um Upsy Maisie is one of the because what the character's name is Maisie. Um, I was gonna say I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't um, seen that movie. Free range kidnapping, uh, a biosyn we will go. The plane and the cycle. You're I'm making me feel. You. You're making me. You're <laughs> making me feel woozy because the character's name is Woo. Um, uh, uh, Dimetrodon a dozen. Anyway, I just love Michael Giacchino. I think he's amazing. Um, and uh, oh yes, the 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 score the suite the theme for spider-man no way home is called uh arachnovature it's 
like the overture. Oh, that's, but, yeah, that's yeah, fun. Yeah. That's cute. Um, but anyway, so Michael Giacchino, one of my favorite composers. The Incredible Score is so good because it's like finally returning to the movie we're mm-hmm, talking about. Mm-hmm. It's retro. Like it fe- cause, yes, like, Incredibles yes. is supposed to take place in like the, the 60s, right? Mm-hmm. It And it, it sounds exactly like a movie that came out then, but also it sounds modern and it mixes the two so well. Yes. Oh, yeah. The, like the... Burr, 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 yeah. Like that. Oh, <laughs> phenomenal. Yeah. Also, Syndrome is funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Funny, but like also like you can, you really understand his threat. He's exactly. not funny in a way that you dismiss him. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I I don't know for sure, but. He tortures them. There's no, no, torture no, no, in this no, no, movie. No, 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 no. I'm just me, remembering yeah, that. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, But I think now looking back on it. I wouldn't be surprised if I was scared of him as a kid mm. because he has an annoying voice, but he is menacing yeah. at certain points. When the stuff he does. Yeah. And they, yeah. Yeah. The part where he's like, if everyone's super, no, no one is. is. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, I also love, this is probably the clip I rewatched the most from this movie, but when Syndrome is like, when he's when when he goes off monologuing and then Bob is like picking up a rock and he's gonna throw it at him and then Syndrome does his like finger free it, things. It, it, like, you you sly dog, you, you got, got me, me monologuing. monologuing. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Um The Incredibles, dare I say, better than Ant Man and the Wasp Quantumania. <laughs> <laughs> My hot, hot take. take. <laughs> hot take for today's episode. Um but yeah, uh this movie rocks the central characters too are so good so good you get to know all of them immediately just like immediately yeah and then you violet leave. is such and well dash is fantastic violet and dash are such brother and sister yeah. like you buy into their relationship also mm-hmm. like such good depictions of kids those ages mm-hmm. and, and like what's important to them even though they have superpowers right. so cool it feels like like sometimes in movies like this when they're like like they're there's it's an ensemble cast they're a group mm-hmm. of main characters you always like spending more time with some of them than, than you do other ones like because because they all yeah. burn plots i am never like wishing that we were at any other point in this movie yes because i agree all of them are so good and yeah. i love watching them all yeah operate yeah yeah I, yeah definitely <laughs> number four uh already talked about it's luca, luca. for me What's your number four? My number four is... Is it a Toy Story? Oops, I'm on Apple Music looking at Michael Giacchino. <laughs> um, my number four is, yes, Toy Story 3. My Ooh. F- I, my favorite, not the best of the Toy Story movies, and that is why there is one above this one. Mm. Um, but Toy Story 3, I think, is... It's just so good because it's all about letting go. And um, I didn't watch this when it came out. But just like Inside Out, I think I watched this at a perfect, at like the perfect time. I watched it at a terrible time. <laughs> you continue and then I'll okay. explain why it's not on my list. Um, so I, I watched it when I was sort of starting to realize what growing up actually meant. Mm-hmm. And it meant not being the same person or being in the same place or having the same things forever. And Toy Story, and that is literally what Toy Story 3 is all about. Um and I love the villain. I think Lotso's great. Um, I mm-hmm. love all. Um, I just also this movie. I know your feelings, and I'm sure you'll tell the listeners about the furnace scene. Yeah. Um, but I I just think it's it's 
it's terrifying in a way that not much else in, in Pixar is because even when you're a kid and well, sorry, even when you're an adult and you know, the toys aren't going to die, there's still the tension there. And it still really feels like you need to be worried. See, for me, it is like just the most over the top, insane, like what the hell? Like they're going to get incinerated. That's what you want me to believe. Yeah. And so as a child, I was like, what? Like, what am I watching? <laughs> Like, um, and so that, I remember that upset me a lot as a kid. But so it came out in 2010. Mm-hmm. I just looked it up. It, what's the runtime, babe? Oh, shit. <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, I think it's, oh, be, can I give like a very short range? Yeah, okay. go for it. Between 100 and 110 minutes. Okay, give me a shorter range. Shit. Um, 103 and 107 minutes. 103 and 107? Between 103 If you and had to give me a guess, give me a guess. 100, 107 or 108, I think. That's your guess? Yeah. It's 103. 103? Damn it! <laughs> oh, I was trying to go on the wrong side. Uh, you were close. Yeah. Um. Okay, so for me, Toy Story 3, so I was like nine mm-hmm. when I saw it. A terrible age for me to see it. Because <laughs> as a nine-year-old, I was like very much holding on. I was like the like... I'm going to have all my toys with me at college. Like, that's kind of my vibe. I was like, I'm never going to stop sleeping with my stuffed animals. Like, you still have it. That's true. I still, <laughs> they're different stuffed animals, but I still have stuffed animals <laughs> in my bed. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. No, um, I, I sleep with a stuffed animal. You, you know this. Um, but, oh, I took home the stuffed animal you sleep with. You did. To sleep with over break. <laughs> um, no, I, I, Toy Story 3, I have not revisited since I first watched it. Mm-hmm. And I think I would enjoy it again if I did, or I would enjoy it more if I watched it again. Mm-hmm. I, it made, I think it made me feel things I didn't want to deal with mm-hmm. because I was not ready to like let go or grow up or anything. I wasn't ready either, but this was the movie that got me thinking about it. No, this yeah. made me be like, well, there, this is wrong. No, actually, <laughs> this is more proof why I shouldn't move on. They'll get incinerated if I do. Like, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and so I, I was never a huge fan of it, and I didn't like the furnace scene, and Lotso freaked me out. As he should. He's scary. <laughs> he, I, he was too scary for me, and um, and in this movie, is there a joke where Mr. Potato Head puts his face on a tortilla? <laughs> I remember that like really specifically, and, and as a nine-year-old, I was like, what is going on? <laughs> <laughs> this is also the one with Spanish Buzz Lightyear. Um, oh yeah no i remember uh, that yeah so i think i remember like the jokes (laughs) the jokes to me were a little bit weirder and a little bit less grounded Mm -hmm. than in the first especially but also the second which like nothing wrong with that like still fun um and still funny Mm -hmm. i just when i saw it didn't love it and because of that haven't really rewatched it Mm -hmm. and because of it haven't watched toy story 4 especially because i was like didn't it end wasn't Toy Story three the the big finale? Yeah, it and then was. Toy Story four Toy was the Story big finale. Also and the then big you sent me in for they're making a fifth. They are, which I'm sure will be another big, good, clean finale that'll tie up everything. Yeah, and, and they'll never make another one. No, never, never, ever. Uh, so nobody goes see Toy Story five, so it makes no money. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, your number. Are we on to number three? Yeah, we're on three. Oh Whoa! my god, top three. Cool. Um, I think, I, I think we're gonna have at least. I think one I've already mentioned what this one was. Because it was already on your list. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number three is Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. That that was your number nine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love Finding Nemo. 
I've already talked about it a fair amount, so we don't really need to spend much more time on it. Touch but the butt. <laughs> it's a good movie. Yeah. It's I love the characters. Um, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, one of the like, what would you say? The themes of this movie are like fatherhood and um well there's like the there's this like i mean i don't know but there's yeah. the push and pull between like i know we're back at a place in my parents relationship where i think if i rewatched it with my mom it might even hit harder mm-hmm. because she's talked to me a lot about like me as an adult watching me make decisions and trying to decide how to let me go about living in the world as a person now and how much control she can still exert and how much she should and like how, or how much she should let me make my own decisions. So this like, you know, you start where in a place where you're so sympathetic with Marlon, mm-hmm. like you, you watch him be this like obnoxious helicopter parent that doesn't really let Nemo do much of anything. And yeah. so you understand why Nemo wants to go out into the world. And as a child, I was annoyed by Marlon, <laughs> but then like also you know his backstory. He watched his wife and all of his children get murdered. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is... It makes so much sense why he's acting like this. So it's kind of this, like... I don't know. It, I don't think it's necessarily has to be father and son. And more like parent-child relationship. Right. And, like, freedom versus, like, trying to protect them and stuff like that. Which, you know... I've watched my mom do that for me and my sister and my dad too. And so like, I I just think Nemo explores it in a, in a really cool way, especially because Nemo breaks the rules and Marlon has to go find him. And like, is therefore right for setting this boundary, but also on this journey, they both learn so much about themselves and like Nemo's life experience is framed as this good thing too. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really cool. This like, risks and danger and rewards and growth that can go along with danger and risks Mm -hmm. i don't know absolutely so that in uh that is my long ass summary (laughs) of the themes there we go perfect yeah cool also ellen degeneres is in it (laughs) she is that is also true yeah a true fact Um, uh that's not a pro or a con for me it's just a fact yeah Yeah. so (laughs) Okay, you're number three. Number three. Is it a Toy Story? Is no, is Wally. Oh, oh my God, Wally's on mine too. Yeah. My, Wally's number two for no, me. Number two. Okay, cool. So I guess we can talk about it. Now. Yeah. Um, Fantastic yeah. movie. Yep. Stellar. Amazing. Yeah. No notes, practically. They do so much in that movie. Like, it almost feels like two different movies to me when he's on mm-hmm. Earth versus yeah. when he's in space. Mm-hmm. Because there's no dialogue when he's on Earth. So, and and like so emotional. I would, I without... would, I would kill for that little robot. <laughs> yeah, such a good movie. Oh yeah. my god! And the little romance between these robots—so sweet. Yeah, they love each other. They do. Um, and also, even when I saw it, I didn't see it when it first came out. I, I think I, I did. I saw it in the young. theater pretty yeah. early when yeah. it when it came out. I think I was just a little too young at that point. Um, I was. I am when, two when, years when, older when than Rowan. Two thousand nine. I was six. Um, wait, I was eight. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah. It it even back then it made me terrified about the state of the Earth and the future and all that. Oh, me as well. Um, just because 
who knows what's going to happen and uh, i feel like your roommate's about to come home that probably makes sense if he does we'll pause it and get back to that or maybe we'll invite him to join yeah he can join for our number one yeah or yeah i guess the the end of our discussion hi connor we're recording a podcast you want to you want to say 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 hi say hi come on come on we're talking about our top 10 pixar movies yeah you got us at the very end yeah hey guys no (laughs) (laughs) i'm in witness protection Uh, so did you guys, was it the number ones that you thought we, it was? We, we, I, we're doing, no, we haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. and wait, did he predict, we both predicted, or I predicted to Connor what I thought Rowan's was going to be. Yeah. And, and also said what mine was. Mm-hmm. Did you predict what you thought mine was? Do you want to close your ears and see? See, the thing is, I've revealed it already at this point if he was really paying attention. But does he know your number two? Yes. Yeah, I, we, that, I just said Wally's my number right, two right and his number three. So Wally's we're talking about Wally. a good number two. Yeah. That's Wally's a, a really good. You know, movie. I I almost think Wally is would be like uh like a hundred percent stronger if and this is like not a, you know, it's the movie that is the movie it is and it's great. Of course, no dialogue. They got to the ship. The humans have like advanced so far that they don't really speak. <laughs> Isn't that wouldn't they that be insane? They keep the no dialogue thing. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. I don't know if I mean, eight-year-old me would yeah, have been able to stay no. engaged. It would have been a a real exercise in. You know, physical, you know, kind of visual storytelling, but um, but anyway. I mean, that would have been incredibly impressive, it would especially because of how successful I, I, the beginning. I, I, I think is. they could have done my Zodcaster account. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I use it a thousand times more than you do. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, anyway. sorry. I'll, I'll just uh, I'll be a second and I'll get out of here. But uh, no, here's... you're good. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for stopping by. Hey, the pod. no worries. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Before you go, what is your number one favorite Pixar movie? Is it? Is it really? Yeah, so. Nice. Wait, wait, wait. Oh yeah, you said that. Am I missing? Am I like? I feel like. Go I'm on Letterbox oh and check out the Pixar movies, and then All get right. back to us. Because right. we still need your number two, right? Yes. Because Wally's your number three. Mm-hmm. Okay, tell us your number two. Then. My number two is is it uh, Toy Story? Is the first Toy Story? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Okay, um, then I think I was right about yep. what your number one is. Another another perfect movie. Um, I I just I think it's stellar, and I think it's remarkable. Okay, I have one issue with the first Toy Story. Uh, it does it have to do with Sid? Yes, it does have to do with Sid. <laughs> they paint him like this monster sociopath with issues. I, as a child, admittedly, was a bit of a Sid. <laughs> I took stuffed animals that didn't have names. My friends and I would sometimes cut them up a little bit and then sew the different body parts onto each other. So I had like tiger body with an octopus head. And I had one, it was a mermaid. It was the tail of a whale mm-hmm. and the head of a bear. Mm-hmm. And then conversely, an anti-mermaid, the <laughs> top part of a beluga whale <laughs> and the legs of a sock puppet monkey so it was like a little whale that could walk on legs and it's so fucking fun and so i hate that they make this kid the villain just because he's creative well he's the villain from the toys perspective and that th- and those the are the main characters well, well yes but the toys are the main characters so when he acts like a piece of shit yeah. but i think it's really fun to fuck your toys up a little bit and make new toys. Thank God you said up. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I oh my God, that joke only just clicked. <laughs> what a terrible joke to make. Yeah. Anyway, did you have you come to a conclusion, Mr. Daniels? I've made a conclusion. Okay, you need to speak up. <laughs> so it's not Wally. I've made it. Well, Wally's a great movie. I've made a grievous error. Okay, a general grievous error. Oh my. Lord. Good Lord. <laughs> the movie that I cannot forget 
I watched a hundred times as a kid uh, was Finding Nemo. Oh, hey, yeah. okay, we just talked about Finding Nemo. Nemo was, I think, it was my number nine. Can I tell Finding Nemo is my number three? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. absolutely. So this is this is hearsay because I it's oh. from my dad. Okay, so I I, I was so not you conscious. Heard him say it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was not conscious really, like in a full form for this, but I. You know, apparently that was my favorite movie. And when I was like, movie, put on movie, I meant put on Finding Nemo. <laughs> Nemo right? is movie? Nemo is movie. Oh, my God. Found it. Right. So, uh, you know, I'd watch that all the time. And then when I was like 13 or whatever, or like something like that, I was like, well, let me revisit it. Because I definitely, there was a point when I was like six or seven where I was like. You're like, I'm done with movie. There's uh, got to be more movie. Essentially. <laughs> and I was also like, that's some kitty shit. Like, like, <laughs> yeah. I just found like a, a hair on my chest. I can't. I can't be watching <laughs> when this anymore. When you were anymore. six or seven and you found a hair on your I chest. I mean, look at my face. <laughs> anyway, so so like you know, when you're 13, you get kind of like a, that first pang of like, oh man, what was I like as a kid? You know. So I went back and I watched it, and Finding Nemo opens with like a scene. Oh, we have discussed. Yeah. Just tragic. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> what mom mom get in here and i was like mom did they is this a different movie and she was like oh no <laughs> and I've, I've heard the story but it's wait, still wait, amazing wait, wait, wait. did you so, did your parents always skip that part my, when they you weren't here when he told this story no my, oh my god my, my parents apparently thought that that was not like suitable for <laughs> for me to see the death of the mother and all the eggs and all the eggs right so they would skip that, I guess, the first time. And then when I, they were like, well, it'll just be fine because he'll be like, won't want to watch this again because he's already <laughs> seen it. And then I was like, again, again. <laughs> so my dad apparently ripped the disc and then cut, like, like used, like, whatever basic, like, software. Windows Movie Maker. So, like, piracy and then cut the first part of it. So movie opened with just... <laughs> Like with them in little... the anemone, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you're like, why scene. is this dad such a fucking buzzkill? Well, I, I, I was also like, this movie, like, boom, like, we're, all, we're, we're moving, like. <laughs> that's so funny. That's insane. So there you go. So whenever I even now, so like, if I've seen it recently, I'm still like, a, like a little bit flummoxed at By the, the beginning. Barracuda yeah. scene. Barracuda. Ooh, yeah. That's anyway, a good song. So that, those are my thoughts. Yeah. Okay. Good thoughts. That's so. Nemo. Wild. Nemo is a good top pick. It's number three for me. So. That's a good number. And it's interchangeable with Wally at times. What What is it for you, Rowan? Nemo is number nine. nine. Okay. It's still like one of my favorites. Maybe check or something. I think we. <laughs> I also haven't seen it in many years. I think we should each now guess what each other's number one is. Oh boy! Can I look at the list of Pixar movies? Am I allowed to? Uh, no, because oh. because we've already it's already been mentioned. Damn. And oh, if you remember from earlier, you should already know what mine is. My guess for yours, my, this is just my guess okay. based on what the animated movies you like. Okay. Oh, but you've seen my list, right? Yeah, but I don't, I don't remember. Okay. I just All remember right. seeing this somewhere on the list. I think it's definitely Coco. It is. It okay. Is okay. Yeah. So I was right. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm terrible at guessing things. But this, I, especially I if they've it. already been mentioned. Is it on my list? It, I, it, it has been, it has come up at some point. I'm not going to say if it's on your list. It has come up at some point, And I said, I can't even talk about that right now. I need to revisit it later. It's not brave. It's, uh, no. Is it brave? It's not brave. Brave <laughs> okay. is not my number one. <laughs> um, oh boy. Run it, run it through Pixar. 
running through Pixar. Um, uh, okay. It's not turning red. It's not. It's I'm, not Luca. It's not Luca. That's already been on my list. It's not Cars 3. What? Why would Cars 3 be my number one? I'm, I'm going There's back. There's not a Cars I'm movie on my... From Cars the... is my least favorite Pixar franchise. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I don't even like Cars 1 that much. It's like good or whatever, but like, I don't love it. <laughs> Neither Monsters, Inc. nor Monsters University has been mentioned. It hasn't been mentioned. Um, or, wait, no. Monsters, Inc. is I, good. I, I, that's an honorable yes, mention. I do. Re- oh, The Incredibles. No. No, we've already... No, it was both of our number five. Damn it. <laughs> I'm making a fool of myself <laughs> on this show. You are. Um... Go back to like way earlier in the episode when we just started our top 10 list. It's been an hour. <laughs> We've talked okay. about a lot of stuff. When we just started our talking about our top 10 lists. Um, it's it, on your list. It's it's on my list? It's on oh your list. Oh boy. Okay. Um, that should narrow it down significantly. It's none of the Toy Stories. It's not. It's not Coco. It's, it's not Coco. It's not Coco. Coco's not on your list? It's not on my list. It's good. I just, yeah. it's not on my list. Uh, it, I mean, it's quite good. Roman, how do you get from the kitchen to our room in the building? What? Where do you have to go? You take the stairs? What? <laughs> which, which direction do the stairs go? Da- oh, it's up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, up is my it's number up. one. And it's your number 10. <laughs> it is my number 10. I love up. Up is amazing. And also, like, I would say my top, um, my top five could all be switched around at different periods of my life. Like Incredibles, Luca, Nemo, Wally, and Up are all like I love them all so much yeah. that I really can switch them around. Right. Um but and I think Incredibles would have been higher than Luca if we hadn't just watched Luca right. and I didn't like adore it so much when we just watched it. Yeah. Um Up is is I think it is so lovely. I think it tells such a fun story, such a unique story. Like I don't even know how they came up with that idea. It's I. Just, how does Pixar come up with any of that? I ideas? know it's just so crazy to me yeah. because, like, what if our toys were alive, or like, what if these ants actually like behave like feelings. people? <laughs> yeah, like that all makes sense to me. Or even just, like, how do feelings work? I don't know, but, like, what if this old man whose wife died a while ago put a bunch of balloons in his house (laughs) to try to, like, go on this weird adventure to Brazil to find this fantasy place that is, like, fully real? And he was accompanied with a little, like, Boy Scout kid with an absent father. And he was grumpy, and he learned through his relationship with this child. And then they also found a dog that could talk. And Kevin the bird. But (laughs) Kevin the bird is a girl. Like, all of it. Also, um, okay, this is a a dark secret of my past. I have a cosplay history on Tumblr where I would dress up as characters, mostly Harry Potter ones. You dressed up as Kevin the bird. I knew it. Yeah, literally yes (laughs) yes so i was kind of my whole thing is people would dress up as these harry potter characters and then they would make gifts of themselves acting out scenarios and people liked mine not because i was good at the dress up but because i would come up with funny scenarios for the characters and like funny dialogue for them but one thing that i love is i would dress up as characters that like no one else would so i'd be like i'm doing a moaning myrtle cosplay or like (laughs) hey guys i'm a blast-ended scroot today you know (laughs) yeah and so then they did like a harry potter roleplay people doing pixar where they did scenes from pixar movies and disney movies and they were looking for people to get cast and they were like you i'm not gonna say the name i used because it wasn't my name they were like you love doing the like weird creatures 
do you want to be Kevin from Up? And so I dressed up in this like blue dress with this like feather boa and did fun rainbow makeup and fucking took gifts of myself just like looking around like a weird little bird for them to insert in this story. So yeah, That's so fun. I did cosplay as That's Kevin so from Up. I didn't expect that. I yeah, say. I mean, who else would you have cosplayed as? Yeah, yeah. Who else was I gonna say? I don't know. There are three other main characters in that movie. Well, I guess four if you're counting the bad guy. Well, who would I have cosplayed? Kevin. Remember. Kevin. Yeah. For sure, Kevin. Yeah. yeah. Um. Oh, sorry, Connor. You're all good. Well, okay. anyway, guys, have a fun rest of the podcast. Thanks. Thanks. We're almost done. Yep, almost done. Uh, yeah. So, so I love Up, and I think <laughs> Up is a real fun movie. Yeah. Do 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 do. Um. Another Michael Giacchino score. That yep. that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it's fan- a fantastic um, score again. The opening theme is on my playlist. The ma- marriage oh, life, and the way it just gets like slower. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sad. so good, so good, so good. <laughs> it's all fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I love up as well. Yeah. I, I think up is great. Um, but Coco. Okay, tell me about Coco. Coco is insane. Because, okay, I will say I love Soul. I think Soul's great. Soul is in my, like, honorable mentions, a.k.a. also on my top 50 animated (laughs) movies list. But Coco tackles death in a much better way than Soul does because it is not trying to be overt or adult about it. Yeah. Soul is trying to, to tread the balance in, like, people die and if... And, you know, you are you might be afraid that you didn't live life the way you wanted it to and make sure you don't think like that or and, and if you but if you do, it's OK um, and you just make your life your own. And Coco's like, yep, people die. Let's have fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Coco is a kid's version of Soul, mm-hmm. which is what I want from a Pixar movie yeah. is a kid's movie that is also great for adults. Soul to me is an adult movie. Yes. Which it just so happens to be made by Pixar. Yeah, which is like really good. But like when you go into it expecting a kid's movie, it's mm-hmm. it's not a kid's movie in the way you think it's going to be. Yeah. Um. Whereas Coco, I do agree. I think I I personally, the way Coco deals with death is more my style. And I also love that it's based on like actual like mm-hmm. Mexican culture and yes. stuff like that. That is another major plus. I think that that is always so fun when it's like grounded in beliefs or traditions that come from like real world culture mm-hmm. um i think this is this is also the closest pixar uh, has come to making a musical um, oh yeah and i think that's great i think all the music in C- coco is stellar uh you, you talked about incorporating the culture it does that very very oh well. absolutely um and uh the remember me song yeah. Uh, that they they play it a couple of times, but at the end it gets me. Yeah. And actually, I like un poco loco. Yeah. That's the best song <laughs> that, I think. That one's fun. <laughs> um, I will make. I think it's interesting that this is my favorite Pixar movie and one of my favorite movies, not just animated movies, but mm-hmm. movies of all time. This the reason I think it's so interesting is because I've only seen this movie once. Really? And it was when it, and it was when it came out, and the fact that it's stuck in my mind and still like in such a top and positive spot i think really says how much it oh absolutely i connected with it and i was i was 14 when this movie came out i wasn't ready to think about that 16 
I saw it a few, I think I saw it like a year or two later with my mm-hmm. family. I yeah. wish I'd seen it in a theater. I, anytime a Pixar movie comes out, that's not like a third or fourth installment because those I never tend to love as much. Yeah. But anytime a Pixar movie comes out, I need to see it in a theater. Like mm-hmm. remind me, make me go see it in a theater with yeah. you because they are so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And the colors in, in Coco, like that's what a lot of, like, all the movies have such distinct color palettes and Coco's is so unique. Like I, when I think of that movie, I think of like the oranges and the pinks and yellows and stuff. Of, I don't know. It, I just, I, it's, it's so pretty. Yeah. It's definitely, that's one that like, I think I've just had a better watching experience with like Finding Dory Incredibles 2 Inside Out. But Coco for me could have been up there with them. And also if I'd seen Coco as a child, I probably would have had a, I don't know. I might, that might have been one I resisted as a child. I might have mm-hmm. thought it was too intense. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Coco is a good number one pick, though. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. It's, that's one that I really, really need to watch again. Because my, my dad, we were calling the other day, and he said that he, that he and my mom just watched it. And I was like, oh, you're, you're going to make me want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, Pixar, they're, they haven't had a theatrical release since... Oh boy, it was before Soul. So Onward, I guess, technically was their last theatrical release, but that came out March 12th, 2020. Yeah. So I guess what would have been before that? Um, uh, 2019? What came out in 2019? I don't know. Oh, well, oh, no, no, sorry. I forgot that they, that Lightyear came out in theaters, but that oh, was, yeah. was so forgettable um, that I'm going to call uh, Elemental, which is coming out in spring or summer i think that is their like Which, big triumphant re- return i'm a little bit nervous about elemental because it it looks like it's gonna be gorgeous it mm-hmm. looks like it's gonna be fun yeah. it also does look like it's gonna continue on this trend that inside out and soul have been doing of this like we're gonna tackle really conceptual messages in a conceptual way instead of like through the vehicle of like something other fun thing like fish or toys or cars or bugs you know yeah yeah this one seems pretty straightforward yeah um but i guess we'll have to see yeah totally um any uh honorable mentions that like almost made the list but didn't that you want to mention um let me let me pull up a like all the toy story movies thing Mm -hmm. just I will say, or not um, the Toy Story movies, Pixar movies. I will say, Soul, Monsters Inc., the first oh, Cars, Monsters, Inc. and Incredibles two are also on my list of top fifty animated movies. So those are also pretty high up there in my estimation. Yeah, I um, okay, let me see. I don't. Uh, for me, uh, Monsters Inc. Uh, I love it. Is fantastic. Mm-hmm. I it was hard for me to not put it on the list. Monsters University watched recently, and I thought it was really charming. Mm-hmm. I think that one's underrated for sure. And then I think everything else that, like, really is, like, important or matters to me a lot, uh, we've kind of already tackled. Yeah. Like Cars 3. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't care about that movie. I just don't think it's that bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Full circle. Full, full we, we circle. We opened wow. with Cars 3. It only took an we hour and 15 We closed with minutes. Cars 3. <laughs> it's on neither of our lists. Exactly. 
there we go. Um, I guess the lesson here is that everything always, it always comes back to Cars 3. No, exactly. Um, All roads lead back to Radiator Spring. <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Um, but anyway. And Lightning McQueen paved those roads in the first movie. <laughs> he, he did. Thanks, Lightning. Um, uh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. This has been my favorite episode that we've done so far. Oh, absolutely. This feels like a better. real podcast. Yeah, it's definitely. real uphill for... Uh, uh, Oh no. Oh no. It's real uphill from here. Yeah. Um, and like we said at the beginning, if this is the first episode you're listening to, maybe go back and listen to the one before. I don't think you need to even listen to the pilot. I, I, I like the pilot. I like the you pilot. You like the pilot? Davis does. I don't like the pilot. Yeah. Anyway, before we do a top 10 ranking of our own podcast episode. <laughs> uh, next week is our Oscars episode. We're going to do that right after the awards. Um, oh yeah so you'll get two very different perspectives yeah rowan has seen there. like almost all the oscars movies by the time this episode comes out i think i will have seen all of them because right now i i just today nailed down access to every single one that i need so far uh, to get to and so i'm currently at 83 percent of all of them i just got a couple more shorts some documentaries and some international and i've only seen like one best picture nomination <laughs> so yeah uh I am going to try to see all the um, best animated film Mm -hmm. nominations before the Oscars because I like animated films Mm -hmm. and I think that's a category I can care about. Yeah. And I've already seen two two of them Mm -hmm. with Turning Red and Puss in Boots. Yeah. Which out of those two, I like Puss in Boots better. But based on what I've heard, Marcel Lachelle is the one I'm most excited to watch. That's that's my, uh, yeah, that's my favorite of the three. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Yes. Uh, Five yeah um yeah because there's also the sea beast and oh no sorry pinocchio is my favorite yeah <laughs> completely I know you, forgot the pinocchio i know you love pinocchio was there um yeah which one's gonna win uh i read your article but i forget which one you said was gonna win it was either pinocchio or marcella shell i think it's 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 really difficult i think it's probably gonna be marcella shell but i think pinocchio deserves to win yeah, i think that's what that, you said that's just me so maybe, maybe when we do our Oscars ballot and I copy yours, that'll be the one answer I change. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Is what animated film I think will win. Yeah. Um, anyway. We'll see. Check out Rowan's um, movie review blog. That It's a blog, right? I guess technically I, I call it a website. Okay. Check out his movie it sa- review website. He, he's doing these articles that are breaking down every Oscars category every day at this point. Yeah. And I read them during my classes <laughs> when I'm supposed to be paying attention. I am paying attention. Yeah. I'm just also reading them. <laughs> um, and it's where I get all of my Oscars news. Yes. Is this going to come out before the Oscars? Yes. Yeah. Cause the next episode. Okay. Is, is gonna then do that. that. Go read all the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. The lenient critic. Yes. That's what it is. Yes. Look it up. L E N T. Uh, sorry. L E N I E N T critic because people don't know how to spell lenient um because it's not a word that you hear very often yeah i don't in, spell uh, it i just bookmark the life. tab yeah um. <laughs> um and also i'm on letterboxd at uh rowan a boat with underscores there and on twitter at bits of joel if you're interested in seeing the little dumb stuff that i put on there yeah i'm on all my socials are davy mjolnir except twitter and uh i don't know if you guys need to follow my twitter it's davis underscore max i was about to say we've said it on other episodes well whatever (laughs) follow it if you want yeah if you're rowan's parents you maybe don't need to (laughs) it's a lot of dumb jokes also i tweet about rowan a lot oh gross 
Yeah. So much so that you had to put a poll up. Yeah, and people That's said, so stop tweeting about your boyfriend. Okay, but half the people said, stop doing that. And then yeah, that's the true. The other half said, keep doing it. Yeah. So, anyway. Who are we to believe? Anyway. Um, yeah. So next week is our Oscars episode. And then uh, I think the week after that, we're going to have like a, a guest. We kind of had a guest today. Connor popped Connor. in for a minute. But uh, yeah, we're going to have, I think, an honest to God guest coming the week, the week Heck after. Heck yeah. yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be fun. It's gonna be yeah. But uh, anyway, so. Mom, you should review our podcast. <laughs> This is just me seeing if my mom listens yeah. to the very yeah. end. Five, five, five stars, please. Please, please, mom. Five stars. Mother, please. W- would be helpful. Um, anyway, thank you guys out there for listening once again, and we'll be back next week yeah. with, an- with another episode. Bye. Bye! <laughs>